Well, now let's do this. Today is um, September the 17th, 2023. And this is episode 47 of This Week in Fake Ball. I am your host, GM, CEO, and all the rest of the Arizona Greenbacks. And uh, we are all the way up to 2021 in our little history lesson, our, our, our very much ongoing history lesson. We're almost caught up, of course, but, but not quite. Anyway, before I talk about the 2021 RBA season, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about where we are so far in RBA 2023. Let's kick it off there. Got a lot to cover today, so I might have to go fairly quickly, but I'll do my best to get everything across and uh, hit all the main points. So um, how does the 2023 season look? Well, we've, we've only got about 15 games left at this point. And um, yeah, it looks like most teams have 15 games left. I guess there've been a couple of rainouts, not surprisingly. Uh, but anyway, the playoffs are going to be Berea, Lopatcong, Atlanta, and either Fort Duquesne or Susquehanna. I know JR is holding out hope for Elm Grove. It would be nice to see them jump into it, but they are something like eight and a half games back of Fort Duquesne and nine games back of Susquehanna. So here's how that here's how that stands. Um, the other teams I mentioned are all like in the mid-90s, 93 to 95 wins already. Fort Duquesne is 85 and 61, and Susquehanna is 85 and 62. So that one rainout that Fort Duquesne experienced might end up making all the difference. It could happen. Um, but anyway, it's going to be four of those five teams. And uh, I guess I should mention uh, Aaron Judge, of course. 65 home runs, I believe. He's tied the record. Said by Edwin Encarnacion of Arizona a few years earlier. Aaron Judge, 65 home runs. And as I said, we got like uh, 15 games left so who knows where he'll end up setting that mark he's on pace to hit like 71 or something uh and how about Dunedin we got to talk about Dunedin right I mean of course we do Dunedin is 38 and 108 which is spectacularly bad get this Dunedin is 56 and a half games out of first place 56 and a half games out of first place uh, there are three teams in the league, including, of course, Dunedin, who don't even have 56 and a half wins yet. Uh, but anyway, anyway, notice, though, that 38, uh, that total of 38 wins so far is better than the 37 that the 2016 Las Vegas effect finished with. So Dunedin will not finish with the worst record in RBA history. Uh, they're good for them. They'll, they'll, they'll almost certainly end up, you know, somewhere in the 40s probably the low 40s, but uh, but yeah. Okay, so on to the next main topic of today's uh, episode, that being milestones. All right, so uh, the main milestones that I want to talk about are both franchise milestones, uh, one of which I guess is a shared franchise and, and manager milestone, because the Elm Grove Cardinals have been coached only by Chad, and Chad has coached only the Elm Grove Cardinals franchise. Uh, anyway, they reached 1,400 career regular season wins just recently, so congratulations to them. They are now the leader in that category. And the Middletown franchise, which is the, get ready for this, 
Brooklyn, Louisville, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, Middletown franchise. Uh, this is a charter, a charter franchise, a charter member of the HHA. They've just reached 1,300 career wins. So congratulations to that franchise. Aaron has been with us for six or seven, more than that, maybe eight years now, something like that. He's, he's been the, the longest tenured manager of that franchise. Anyway, 1,300 career wins for them, so congratulations. Um, here's a, here's a, I don't know if I'd call it, a, I won't call it a milestone, but this, this, is a, this is really cool. I think you guys are going to like this. So this is cool. Um, let's, let's take a look at the franchises with the best career winning percentages. Franchises, not managers. And we're talking winning percentages, right? So not necessarily total wins. Of the, um, let's see, what is it? 15 career franchises in RBA history. Three of them are defunct. Um, I'm going to give you the top four winning percentages just because this is kind of cool. Um, as of right now, right? So like uh, 147 games through the regular season or whatever. Uh, okay, number one. Let me make sure I've got this right. Uh, let's see. Number one, I believe, is the Elm Grove Cardinals at 528, and that prorates to 85.5 wins in a full 162-game season, right? 528, 85.5 wins. Second place, with a career-winning percentage of 527 to Elm Grove's 528, 85.4 wins over a full 162-game season is the Dunedin Clear Blues. Third place, at 526, prorating to uh, 85.2, or I should say translating to 85.2 wins in a full season, the Las Vegas effect, and also at 526, but translating to 85.1 wins versus Las Vegas's 85.2, is the Arizona Greenbacks. And then after that, it's quite a drop to fifth place. Um, you're, you're dropping to just about 500, actually, maybe slightly above. But anyway, 528 Elm Grove, 527 Dunedin, 526 Las Vegas, and 526 Arizona. How tight is that? So anyway, pretty cool. Obviously, there will be some more changes over the last 15 uh, games of this season. But that's where those four franchises stand right now. Uh, so fun stuff there. Okay, let's get on with the 2021 season because I've got a lot to talk about. Here goes. Let's launch right into it. So the auction, the auction had five players in it that went for $100 or more. Five. Sixto Sanchez was top dollar. He went to Ahmedabad for $175. Another pitcher, Luzardo. To Lopatcong for 135. Arizona took Kibrian Hayes of the Pirates. That should have been a red flag right there, the fact that he plays for the Pirates, uh, for $133. Silver City took Alex, uh, Alec Baum, having a pretty decent year this year, uh, for Philadelphia, I believe, uh, $122. And Louis Robert, Lubob, goes to Lopatcong for $120. So actually five players at 120 and above. Um, boy, some, very, uh, some big ups and downs among those players. A lot of disappointment, actually. But, uh, you know, some of them having good years this year. Anyway, 
the draft. Uh, interesting thing about the 2021 draft is that the first three picks were all traded. They all got traded exactly once. Uh, Elm Grove ended up with the first pick, which is kind of amazing. They never have a first round pick, much less the first overall. They used that pick to take Tristan McKenzie. Fort Duquesne then used the second pick to take Jesse Hahn. And Amdabad took the third, uh, used the third pick to take Tanner Houck. If that sounds terrible, well, honestly, the entire draft looks pretty terrible. It looks rough. I glanced at it at least the first three rounds, and boy, uh, things did not pan out well for the players taken in, uh, in the 2021 draft. Okay, so we get through the auction, we get through the draft. And I've got some beginning of the season scores, some opening day team scores for you. Remember, 80 is average. 120 is kind of like a 95 win team, so what I call borderline great. And 40 is uh, basically a 95 loss team. Here goes. At the start of the season, I'm going to go Larkin first, Puckett second, uh, top to bottom. The Las Vegas effect. Start off with a score of 150. Yes. You heard that, right? 150. That is an incredible number. One of the best teams of all time. The Atlanta Avalanche finished with a 120, or rather start with a 120. The Arizona Greenbacks, a 113. The Dunedin Clear Blues, a 97. The Elm Grove Cardinals, an 85. Pretty much the definition of league average, you know, slightly above, but uh, very slightly. So you might be thinking, wow, the Las, uh, the, the, the Las Vegas uh, division, the Larkin division is incredible, right? Well, it was, but then there's Omdabad. Now, granted, Omdabad was an expansion team. This was an expansion year, uh, but they were a negative 17, which is a real problem. All right, over in the Puckett division, Silver City tops it out with a 118. Susquehanna is a 104. Middletown, 96. Fort Duquesne, 84, basically league average. Berea is a nine. How about that drop from fourth to fifth place? 84 to nine. And then Lopat Kong gets a positive score, sort of. They get a one. Okay, so uh, needless to say, one is god-awful. Uh, but not as god-awful as Omnibud. All right, so Lopat Kong obviously being the other expansion team from the 2021 RBA season. All right, so we start the season. We get, we get really moving here, and midway through the season, here are the standings. Again, I'll go Larkin, then Puckett, top to bottom. The Las Vegas effect dominated as expected. Halfway through the season, they are 53-28. and 28. That was the old length of a, of a full season, right, in the, uh, the old RBA, 81 games. 53 wins for Vegas. Dunedin, 50 and 31, only three games behind Vegas. Arizona, a robust 48 and 33. Atlanta, a disappointing given their initial score of 120, 43 and 37, still in the running, but you know, not where they wanted to be, obviously. Elm Grove, 37 and 44, and boy, did they sell off. We'll get to that. And Ahmedabad, 25 and 55. Over in the pucket. Middletown, get this, Middletown leads the division uh, with a mark of 42 and 39. Uh, they would have been in fifth place in the uh, Larkin. Oof. Silver City also 42 and 39. So there's a tie at first in the pocket, uh, four first in the pocket right now. And Fort Duquesne is 41 and 40, and so is Susquehanna. Look at that race. 
two teams 42 and 39 in the pocket and two teams at 41 and 40. Then you've got Lopatkong, a surprising 35 and 46. This is an expansion team, remember. And Berea, a dreadful 28 and 53 midway through the season. Okay, so final spreadsheet scores. There was some trading, as there usually is. And uh, one team in particular, which I, I already mentioned, uh, sold off in a big, big way. This is uh, probably not going to surprise you uh, who it was. But anyway, here are the final spreadsheet scores. So Las Vegas started off with a 150, end up with a 175. Um, this might be the greatest RBA team of all time. 175 is absurd. It's just, just almost just off the charts. Uh, Dunedin moves from a 97 to a 128. They they really beefed themselves up. 97 to 128. They added 31 points, even more than Vegas added. Uh, Atlanta goes from a 120 to a 121. They probably didn't do anything. Arizona bumps themselves up a bit from 113 to 120. So you got four teams in the Larkin at 120 or above. Elm Grove went from an 85 at the start of the season to a negative four at the end of the season, you know, post-trading deadline. They sold off 89 points of current value, which is nearly impossible. But if you're busy, and Chad certainly was, you can do it. Omdabad drops from a negative 17 to a negative 26. That is, it's, wow, that's bad. Uh, the Pucket Division for Duquesne really beefs themselves up. From an 84 to a 126, they had 42 points. That has to have been the most. Silver City goes from a 118 to a 119, probably didn't do anything. Susquehanna goes from a 104 to a 118, so virtual tie with Silver City. Middletown, 97, they basically stay the same. Berea, negative two, they sold off a bit. And Lopatkong, negative 12, they sold off a bit. So we get, we, we continue to move on here past the trading deadline to the end of the season. And here are the standings. Well, you can tell that there wasn't much parity in the league. Uh, there really was not much parity in the league in 2021. There had been, I believe, in 2020, like, uh, but in not 2021, really. So you're going to see that reflected in the standings. Here goes. Larkin, first, top to bottom. Las Vegas wins 104 games, 104 and 57. Looks like there was a rainout in, uh, for one of their games. Uh, Dunedin, 102 and 60. They won 102 games and do not even win the division. Arizona finishes third with a record of 97 and 65. Again, 97 wins isn't usually going to get you third place, but uh, it did this year in this division. Atlanta, somewhat disappointing, 86 and 75. They missed the playoffs. Elm Grove, remember this started off as at least an average team. They finished 59 and 103. And the Omdabad Titans go 47 and 114. All right, the Pucket Division is one by Fort Duquesne with a mark of 92 and 70. So they squeeze in as the number two seed, but the fourth best record in the league and the only uh, playoff team from the pocket. So just missing the playoffs, a very strong Silver City team and a team that did win 90 games, uh, but they finished two back of Fort Duquesne. Susquehanna wins 88 and just misses. They finished three and a half games, actually. They go 88 and 73. They finished three and a half back of Fort Duquesne. The Middletown Mounties go exactly 500, 81 and 81. 
Lopatkong, 63 and 99. Actually a pretty good mark in a way for an expansion team. They avoided 100 losses, albeit just barely. And the Berea Bombers go 61 and 101. So a couple games worse than Lopatkong. Third worst record in the RBA. Those were the final standings. Now let's recap the season briefly. Uh, let's see here. Las Vegas scores 906 runs over the course of the season. They also lead the league in fielding percentage and ERA. So runs scored, ERA, basically defense, I mean, you know, and fielding percentage, pitching and defense, I guess, along with offense. They lead the league in all three categories, um, not necessarily some of the others, but anyway, they had a tremendous season, of course, 104 wins. Omnibot allows 977 runs. They uh, allowed nearly 1,000 runs during the 2021 campaign. Uh, in terms of individual players, well, Trevor Bauer of Las Vegas goes 18 and 5. Clayton Kershaw of Fort Duquesne leads the league with an ERA of 232. But for my money, the best pitcher in the league was actually Shane Bieber of Berea. He pitched 233 and two thirds innings, 233 and two thirds innings, posting a 2.47 ERA and 17 wins for a for the lowly Bombers. On the offensive side of things, Juan Soto absolutely dominated everything. Led the league in batting average at 349, on base percentage at 463, and slugging percentage at 761. He led all three categories in the slash line for an OPS of, I guess that's what, 1224. An OPS of about 1224, and 49 home runs. He came one shy of 50 for Fort Duquesne's Juan Soto. Dunedin's Luke Voigt did hit 50 home runs, and Jose Ramirez of Susquehanna actually hit 60 on the nose, 60 home runs for Jose Ramirez. You go to the playoffs. Arizona defeats mighty Las Vegas in seven games. Two of those games, I believe, went to extra innings. Dunedin defeats Fort Duquesne in a sweep. A rare RBA playoff sweep. And so Arizona and Dunedin meet in the finals. It goes all seven games, and the Greenbacks prevail for their fourth league championship. Dunedin actually had three at the time, so whichever team won would, 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 would be winning their fourth, and it happened to be Arizona. Dunedin had won the previous two RBA championships, so they were also trying to become the first team in league history to go back to back to back. It did not happen. No team has ever won more than two championships in a row. And with that, I'd like to go into the 2021 replay results. Let me find that spreadsheet. There it is. Okay, here we go. Here are the replay results. 20 replays, 162 games each. Here goes. I'll give you the averages and the number of times each team made the playoffs. All right, so with the best uh, replay average in the league, uh, in the Larkin, uh, with the, and the league, I'll just say it right now, with an average of 107.7. Whew, replay wins out of 162, the Las Vegas effect, 107.7. They made the playoffs 19 times, not all 20, believe it or not, but 19 out of 20, pretty impressive. The Dunedin Clear Blues finish second in the Larkin division, well, with an average of 98.8 wins. 
and 14 out of 20 playoff appearances. It was 20, it was hard to make the playoffs in the Larkin division because so many of the teams were good. Third place in the Larkin, uh, the actual champion Arizona Greenbacks, averaging 93.5 wins per pre-play and nine playoff appearances, kind of a coin flip there. Um, the very good Atlanta Avalanche averaged 93.3 wins just behind Arizona, seven playoff appearances. Elm Grove, big drop off here, averages 57.1 wins and zero playoff appearances, of course, 57.1, a pretty lowly number, but not as lowly as the next one. Omdabad, the expansion team, finishes sixth in the Larkin with 45.8 average replay wins over to the pucket division now winning the pucket with an average of 96.3 average wins uh, winning the yeah winning the pocket with an average of 96.3 wins per pre-play or replay whatever and making the playoffs 14 times out of 20 the susquehanna spitfires 96.3 finishing in second place with an average of 96.1, just a skosh behind Susquehanna. Four Duquesne Corsairs, they make the playoffs 13 out of 20 times. The Susquehanna's 14. So just behind them in both uh, areas. In third place in the Pucket Division, with an average of 89.2, another very solid uh, performance, 89.2. Only four playoff appearances, though. The Silver City Vultures, in fourth place in the Pucket with an average of 80.3 wins. They went 81 and 81 in the actual season, so right on it. The Middletown Mounties, but no playoff appearances for them. In fifth place in the pocket, with an average of 60.6 replay wins. The Berea Bombers, no playoff appearances. And in last place in the pocket, could they do worse than Omdabad's 45.8? Well, it's the Lopatcong Lumberjacks, not surprisingly, the other expansion team, although they did finish above Berea in the actual season. Lopatcong does finish above 45.8, actually 53.3, so well below the 63 or whatever it was they got in the actual season. But 53.3 average wins for Lopatcong, still well above Omdabad's 45.8. So Omdabad will be the ass going into the next set of... Uh, what are ass and champions matches that I do. Amdabad is the ass from 2021. Las Vegas is easily the champion from 2021. So they'll be playing in a series like soon. And uh, as far as best and worst go, I'll mention that Las Vegas did have the best of all of the replays that I ran. They had one replay in which they went 118 and 44. That would have set the record best season in RBA history. That was, of course, their best uh, replay and the best overall in this set. The worst, oh boy, get ready for this. Omdabad had a replay in which they went 29 and 132. <laughs> wow, 29 and 132. That is 1899 Cleveland Spiders territory. And if you want to chuckle, just go on Wikipedia and just type that in, 1899 Cleveland Spiders. It's a funny story. Uh, anyway, 29 and 132, that was the worst, uh, probably by some distance. Certainly by, yeah, it has to have been. Um, <laughs> actually, by, actually, only by a couple of games. But anyway, that was the worst replay of all of the ones that I ran.
So that, ladies and gentlemen, is the 2021 RBA season. We're getting pretty close in the rearview mirror now. Uh, just a couple of years ago, that is that season in a nutshell. And uh, let's see, it's the 17th of September right now, so maybe in about three weeks or so. Might try to might try to get one out in early-ish October, maybe around the 10th or something. It all just depends on what's going on with me. Uh, but that's going to be it for now. So I will see you all. Um, I'll see you all soon. And uh, yeah, maybe three weeks from now. Have a good one, everybody.